Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines, the Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series, short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It happens on the Cars Tour. Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. And welcome in, race fans, to another edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We have wrapped up our annual throwback weekend at Hickory Motor Speedway this past Sunday evening. Uh, had a two-day show that turned into a three-day show thanks to Mother Nature and uh, extremely brutal heat on Friday and Saturday, both days. Um, kind of went according to schedule up until uh about 7.15, 7.20 on Saturday night, 32 laps in to the pro late model race. Uh, the heavens opened up, and it rained uh, pretty heavily for about an hour and a half and basically postponed the finish of the throwback 225 until Sunday afternoon. That was scheduled to take the green flag at 2 o'clock. We get to the racetrack, uh, do all the preliminary uh, through tech, get everybody lined up, had the pro late models on the grid, and at 2 o'clock, the heavens opened once again, and it rained. But we finally got back to racing about 5.30, 5.45 on Sunday afternoon, and we resumed the pro late model race at lap 32. 100-lap uh, feature, Cole Butcher was the winner, his first Cars Tour pro late model race. Caden Quapple finished second, Austin McDonald third, Katie Hedinger fourth, TJ McLaren was fifth, Connor Zillich sixth, Nick Loden was seventh, Luke Baldwin eighth, George Phillips ninth, Logan Jones, our most recent, or the winner at Wake County a few weeks ago. He rounded out the top 10. 22 cars took the green flag for the pro late model race. Then we went on to the main event, the 125 lap late model stock car race. 28 cars took the green flag, and it was quite a memorable uh, event up front with two uh, guys looking for their first time visiting Elderbrock Victory Lane. We'll go to our friends at Flow Racing for the recap. The USA, our Pro Cup throwback weekend here at Hickory. Pace car, the USAR pace car, going to dive to the safety of the pit lane in the KRC power steering start zone, and a big wiggle for Cade Brown will set us off here at Hickory. Green flag of the air. Cade Brown able to gather it up after that shaky start. He'll lead lap number one, but Mason Diaz didn't get quite the launch that he wanted. He'll be side-by-side -side for Carson Quapple, who now checks up there on the bottom side, gets a little bit loose, and will slot himself right into third in front of Bobby McCarty. Bassett Jr., big stack up there on the bottom just in front of Connor Zillish. Connor Hall trying to work over the number 22 of Landon Huffman just up the road. More fighting for position. 45 of Honeycutt. Oh, and of Zillish. Huffman's going to go around. Caution is out as Connor Hall, you saw it there on your screen, was trying to get to the inside of Landon Huffman. And the Jay Fogelman throwback gets into the back. The Jason Sarvis throwback off of turn number two into the KRC power steering restart zone. Perhaps a touch as they launch him once again. And we are back under green here at Hickory as Mason Diaz may try to take his claim of the race lead. They will stay side by side off of turn two. Mason Diaz leads his first laps in Cars Tour competition since Dominion of last year. He is sideways off the corner but is still able to hold on to the top spot. Down into turn two. New race leader here at Hickory. It is Mason Diaz clear of Cade Brown. 
Here comes Carson Quaffle to potentially challenge Brown for second. Not going to be able to get alongside just yet, but Brown slips up off two. Two. How about Cade Brown by half a car length? Having a lead that time as they go into one, and they're starting to rub and nudge even more off the corner. No room given between these top two. Bobby McCarty also trying to make a move on Carson Quaffle for third. To the stripe, give it to Mason Diaz as they may trade a little more paint amongst their throwback schemes up front. Cade Brown, hard charge here on the top side, might have Diaz clear off of the corner. 15 to go, the contact ensues. Well, again, Quapel has said he always feels as though he's raced Queen cleanly. He may not know he has the car to hold him off right now, but he can make his job so difficult to try and go chase down those front two. As now, Brendan Queen clear of Carson Quapel. Perhaps a little more contact off the corner as Queen slides off of turn four. Turns three and four for the final time. He's finally going to be able to do it. Mason Diaz is a Cars Tour winner. He takes the USAR Pro Cup throwback to 25 at Hickory. Mason Diaz collects his first career Cars Tour win. McCade Brown finished second. Brendan Queen was third. Carson Quapple fourth. Bobby McCarty was fifth. Ronnie Bassett Jr. with a solid finish sixth. Jacob Hefner was seventh. Brandon Pierce eighth. Chad McCombie ninth. Lane Riggs driving Kevin Harvick's number 62 round out the top 10. Again, 28 cars took the green flag. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this segment of Stickered Up. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road, sticker up, and when we return, we'll chat with the most recent winner, first-time winner in the late model stock car side, Mason Diaz. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. Practice Race. At Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis, they feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions, including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed in our 4,800-square-foot facility located in Apex. North Carolina. Check us out on the web gxsraps.com or give us a call 919-213-0371 to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Bobby McCarty, driver of the number six, solid right carriers, Ford Mustang. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back in the air, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Right Carriers Cars Tour. 
Joining us via the GSX Wraps Hotline, the winner of Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening's late model stock car, 125 lap feature at Hickory Motor Speedway on Throwback Weekend, Mr. Mason Diaz. Mason, welcome back to the Stickered Up Podcast. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been on here. I appreciate you having me on. It's It's been a, so far, a decent season, but like I said, it's been a while since I've been on this thing. Listen, man, uh, first and foremost, congratulations. I got the opportunity to poke my head in and, and, and congratulate you on my way across the racetrack. And, but this got to be a special win for you. You've been uh, you've been on the Cars Tour for several years now and uh, made a change earlier or made a change from last year to this year, going from Mike Darn racing to Chad Bryant racing. Talk a little bit about the emotions and, and everything that would kind of evolved and led up to this weekend on Sunday. Yeah, it's been a kind of a roller coaster the past couple of years. I mean, switching teams was big for me. I just felt like, I mean, me and Darn, we've been we were together for ten plus years. Um, he's been my only crew chief, so you kind of get locked in your ways. Um, you know, you just kind of get going with the the same motions. And I think I needed this change more than I thought. Um, just new perspectives, working with new people, you learn new things, different things. It, and you just evolve in yourself, you know what I'm saying? And and I feel like with now racing with Chad Bryant racing, it's not a lack of – everyone cares the same, but it's just it's doing different things. And I feel like with this new team now, everyone wants to win. We, we all really want to show up the racetrack and do our jobs and leave happy. And um, I just feel like with this big, big change now – we're able. I'm able to show what what what, what I'm about, and that's showing up the racetrack and having a good time and having good good runs. Mason, you guys have shown speed pretty much all year. You've had a lot of bad luck. I mean, you were running, uh, you know, had a really good uh, run going at, at Southern National, and and then got uh, banged up a little bit there at the end. But then some bad luck at Florence, and uh, but you guys have had speed with with the Chad Brock Racing Car uh, most of the year, um, and and then I think. Talk a little bit about that trip to Hickory the week before the throwback race. You guys decided to go to Hickory, run the twin 40s on the NASCAR side, picked up two checkered flags. So you've technically won the last three races at Hickory on the late model stock car side. How much momentum went in those two races carried into this past weekend on the cars tour side? So it, it, it paid dividends in the end, 100%. Like it, it, it increased my confidence, my crew's confidence, everything about it. But like you said, it's been a up and down year. Really, it started decent with a solid eighth-place finish to our national. Obviously, it's a solid finish, but that's not what I wanted leaving there. I mean, it's my home track. The track means a lot to me. So that really wasn't the best showing for myself. Um, and then we went to Florence, Langley, a couple races we broke out. And the races that we didn't break out, I would qualify so bad that we wouldn't be able to get to the front or all the way to the front, like Hickory, qualified 19th, got some damage, went back to the back twice, rode to lap 100, and then we made our charge to finish sixth. Caraway, even Caraway, my second best finish this year, finishing second there, I still qualified 20th and was was able just to plug along and get to the front. So, and this is the first weekend that I was able to qualify up front and we were able to seal the deal. And a lot of it was going to Hickory the weekend before because Hickory runs cars to our rules. So we were able to unload the car exactly how we raced, minus a couple of things that we felt like we needed to change, and we were set up. And it, I needed that weekend at Hickory more than the team did. 
um, the past couple of years, all I've really ran is triple crown and car store races. And I really haven't been to a stress-free weekend, so to say. Um, when you go to these car store races, it's pressure. Um, it's everyone within the same 10th same bracket of qualifying. And that's no different at a local show. It's just you don't have 30 guys trying to do it. You have 15, 20. And this, the competitors are still just as tough when you go to a local show or a non-car store race. It's just it's just a different feel for us. It's a different feeling for me going there. And we qualified second for the twin features at Hickory, and we were able to win both of them. And that was big. And after I pulled a 10th hill for the second race and drove from 10th to the lead. And I think I needed that weekend more than the team did 100%. Yeah. And the guy that you raced for the win on Sunday afternoon is a regular at Hickory and has run pretty much their entire season in Cade Brown. Talk a little bit about the battle with him on Saturday, man. You know, just going back, if people weren't at Hickory or didn't catch it on flow, you know, the replays that are out there in the highlight reel, man, you guys were, I mean, it was it was an epic battle up front pretty much the entire race. Did you learn anything in the in that week before at Hickory racing against him on, in the weekly show that you could that you kind of took into this on Sunday? Well, I definitely knew that it was going to be like, it was kind of weird. It was the same battle the weekend before as it was a car store race. There's the two people that really ran the local show. Um, and that ran well, uh, Ronnie came and he, he had a stout, stout run this weekend too. He's really improving for the season, but like Cade, I knew he could qualify. And obviously he's able to, he qualified again this past weekend and qualify in the pole. But I just got to thank him. He, we, we raced hard, really hard, but we kept it clean. And we didn't get dirty with it. We didn't wreck each other. We were just racing hard. And we did that the weekend before and during the first race. And I, like I said, I mean, we, we raced hard, but I got to appreciate him racing me clean because it was a hard battle for this probably 10 so laps. And looking back at it, would I change anything? Probably not. Um, I thought about in my head, man, but I, would I go to the top side there? Would I do this instead? And we did what we thought was right in the moment, or at least I did myself. Nice. And I think if I would have got a better restart, it would have been a different situation. But um, obviously, you don't want to use people up like like we did. It's, it's not something you want to do every weekend. But, I mean, we were both racing hard for our first win. And that means something. It's, once you get the first, people say they come more and more. So hopefully that is the truth. But uh, we were both racing for the same thing, and that's for our first. Chat with Mason Diaz on the GSX Raps Hotline here at Stickered Up. And, Mason, talk a little bit about the throwback scheme that – that you chose to run this past weekend, a throwback to Kurt Leone, who was he 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 was the previous owner at Southern National, which is a racetrack that that your family owns now. Uh, and you even mentioned that, that some of the guys that that you grew up and that have crewed your car worked on his car. Talk a little bit about the 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 reasoning behind doing that throwback to Kurt. Uh, when it first came out, my dad actually had the idea, and he's like, "I'm gonna call Kurt," and I'm like, "Do it." And it was just. I mean, Southern National has been part of my life now since 2011. First season was 2020, or sorry, 2012. And, I mean, I've been there. I've only think I've missed maybe eight races in the whole entire career of Southern National since we owned it. I mean, a little bit, I, I kind of skipped a few when I was in school, and I really wasn't that big a role at Southern National. But ever since 2017, I haven't missed a race. And, honestly, this past Sunday was the first time since I took on the major roles that I missed the race. So, um, hopefully they missed me, but they did a really good job finishing it. And I want to say that they took the green flag at three o'clock and they finished at five. So that's pretty stout, but it, it meant a lot for Kurt to 
Kirk to allow me to run that scheme because that track is pretty significant portion of my life. And uh, like you said, I mean, my spotter this weekend, Robert Arch, he worked on that crew. Um, a couple other spotters that I've had worked on that crew, spotted for him, worked with them. And, and a lot of people that actually worked at Southern National crewed on this car as well. So um, it was just a cool weekend overall. And I, I know that Kurt didn't actually ever win a Hooters Pro Cup, but his he won big late mall stock races at the end of the 90s and the beginning of 2000s that a lot of people wish they had. And he he was a pretty stout in late mall stock. So he just adds another column for him for the wins list. Mason, talk a little bit about, obviously, you, you mentioned Southern National, a racetrack that, that you and your family um, are, are running and, and own. And guys have done some things a little outside the box already here in, in 2023 with had a, had a Wednesday night race uh, not too long ago, um, which was NASCAR race. Uh, you know, Doug Barnes was able to win that race. Um, and you guys have kind of done some stuff trying to think outside the box and Obviously, you got the Thanksgiving Classic coming up in November. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of let people know what Mason Diaz is doing at Southern National. Obviously, like you said, I think a lot of people look at you as as just the race car driver, but but talk a little bit about behind-the-scenes stuff that you're doing at the racetrack. Uh, you know, we live so far away from the racetrack, so I'm not there during the week. I'm not there during the times, but me and my sister really sat down this year, and we made the schedule. Got approved, obviously, of course, by my dad. But, I mean, we made the schedule. We plan everything. My sister does social media posts. I help her with those. And she she's really good at the computer. I'm not so good at the computer, but I understand racing. So we work hand-in-hand. Hand. So she handles really posting everything, doing everything like that. But she runs it all back through me. And, obviously, I touch base with a lot of a lot of different people in the industry and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Then you have my dad throw in these crazy ideas like Wednesday races and – what hey we could do this possibly do that and we figure out a way to make it work and you know try to change it up see what people want to do because racing's i mean you've seen with wilkesboro now it can be a mid-race thing mid-week thing car stores done it twice this year attempted to see what florence is going to get for their wednesday show coming up in the month so i mean it's just it, it it gives me a different eyesight into the industry itself um, a lot of people show up for race weekends and they look at I mean, see stuff that might they might want to change but i, I see the other side of it and, oh they really can't change doing that or that this and that and, and like it just it opens up your eyesight for a different role and i mean on the race day portions i mean i handle all the tires i ch- mount change all the tires i'm the head official when someone has an issue during the race they come talk to me and i pass it to the tower or give them a response so i've kind of go become the go-to guy really at southern national for what needs to go on during the day, make all the schedules and really try to make the weekend flow. So um, like you said, though, we do have the Thanksgiving classic coming up towards the end of the season. That's always Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, A lot of thought goes into that weekend, trying to make it better for the guys and try to bring in my perspective from racing. We all don't want to be at the racetrack from 9am till midnight when we're done racing. So we switched to Sundays this year, trying something out of the box, like you said, again, and I mean, you show up at 10.30, race is at 3 o'clock, and like I said, this past Sunday, they finished by 5. I mean, you're only at the racetrack for six, seven hours. So it's trying to bring in these quick races that are allow people to enjoy their weekends and not really spend the whole entire time at the racetrack. Chat with Mason Diaz on the GSX Raps Hotline here on Stickered Up. And Mason, to get back to behind the driver's seat, 
are in the driver's seat behind the wheel for the remainder of the year. Obviously, <clears throat> you're a Touring 12 driver um, and will run the remainder of, you know, Cars Tour races. But how much momentum does this win on Sunday carry into the to the remainder of the season? Obviously, we've got Ace coming up and then the 30,000 at Tri-County. Um, what does this win do for your confidence and expectations moving forward towards the as we get towards the end of the year? Well, I, I mean – we're all race car drivers and we all, we want to fight hard for it. And honestly, this weekend proved to myself that I'm capable of doing it. Um, I've never doubted myself, but you know, some weekends it comes to play, like really are we fast this weekend? You start second guessing yourself. And I mean, someone told me in victory lane, Hey, you're 40 for one. And <laughs> that is the truth. I've been through a lot of car store races, gained this experience that it finally paid off now. Um, Sometimes we didn't have the cars to win. Sometimes we possibly did have the cars to win, but um, it's just, it's, it's hopefully it's going to be big for me. It shows myself to myself that I'm capable of doing it. And hopefully we can just keep on up with the speed and I can do my job in qualifying. Cause that's really what it comes down to is I haven't been able to qualify up front. So we could be up front. It's always qualifying the back and race really hard to the front. So hopefully like I say, we can qualify better, and I at least I can qualify better, and we can start being up front for these races. Obviously, cars tour races is the priority with your Chad Bryant, but any any opportunity, any chance that we see you in, in any of these big money races towards the end of the year, maybe with with Chad and his group. Obviously, Martinsville, uh, this Florence race that you mentioned coming up, that kind of is a prelude to the four hundred weekend later in November. Any chance that you're going to possibly pop up and compete in any of those uh, those events? I hope so. It just depends. Um, our main goal is Cars Tour. That's a, been our main goal from the season. Sadly, we're out of the points now, so now it really just goes to wins. Um, I don't really know quite where we're sitting. I want to say we were sitting ninth going the weekend, but I mean the top three in points, they're 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 way ahead of everyone else. So um, like to climb up the rankings in points, but the championships pretty much I would say it's pretty much safe to say that it's between Queen and and quabble i mean it's, that's pretty much safe to say connor's right there too yeah. but um that those are the three that it, it that are really far ahead of the field yeah. so it really just drops down to getting wins and solid finishes and hopefully that we can put something together to run the big money races at the end of the year and just keep me in the seat um you know when we have these big breaks like we just had i mean we we had a month off for car stores that's the real reason why we want to go run Hickory. Yeah. And just to get me in the seat one more time before we go back to car store racing. So the main thing is just keep me in the seat. So I know September, I think cars tour only runs one time. Actually, I just, I know for a fact they do because I've looked at the schedules to see where we can move some races or do something for Southern national. So, yeah. um, that's, that's, that's a month that I need to be in the seat. So I know Martinsville's that month. I know other races are around the end of NASCAR points is right around there as well. So it's just a matter of keep myself in the seat and however we can make that happen. Well, Mason, I know it takes a lot of people uh, each and every week to get to the racetrack and want to give you the opportunity to thank those people before we part ways here today. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I got to thank Kurt Ipoc and Ipoc with Solid Rock Carriers. They have, uh, they've supported me for years now and I can't thank them enough for what they do for myself and for really my whole race team because without them i wouldn't be able to do what i'm doing right now um i gotta thank prince william marina 
um, Skyrock Carriers, I already said that one, but that's a big one for me. Uh, Mulchmate, the Sign Shop, Graphics Unlimited, um, everyone that supports me, follows me, my family, my girlfriend. I mean, everyone that keeps me going straight during the weeks when sometimes it's working 24-7 so I can get to the racetrack. Um, there's a lot of people, and I know I'm forgetting some right now, but a lot of people throughout the years have not given up on me and keep supporting me even though we haven't won a race. Well, Mason, what you can do is, you know, go to Ace Speedway next weekend and go win that race. You can listen back to this podcast and you can jot down the ones that you forgot and then you can thank them again when you come back on in a couple of weeks when you win. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. Hopefully, hopefully we can go to the Ace and have another solid run. That's for sure. Sounds good. Well, Mason, thank you so much for, for jumping on here on the podcast and best of luck to you at Ace Speedway next weekend. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. That's Mason Diaz, driver of the number 24 for Chad Bryant Racing. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road, stick her up. We return. We'll wrap up this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. We're laser cutting and CNC bending. Geo cut for media blasting and surface conditioning. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia, for powder coating. GeoCut, on-demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. Perrier Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Perrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Perrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Perrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit driveperrier.com to learn more. We're all familiar with the term batteries not included. Well, that does not apply to Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery. They're all about batteries. Meredith Battery has Volt Batteries for all applications, including auto, marine, commercial, golf cars, power sport, and motorsport. Meredith Battery of Anderson, South Carolina. Their Volt Battery customers are frequent visitors to Victory Lane at your local short tracks in the southeast each and every week. For more information and to buy your next Volt Battery, contact the team at 864-226-9090. 864-226-9091 and on Facebook and Instagram. Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery, the official battery of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Jeremy Mayfield. I want to thank you for listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White Flag, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Pro late models are off for a couple weeks until we head to Tri-County Motor Speedway on August the 19th. Uh, the 30000 to win for the late-model stock car, but that'll be the next time that the pro late-models hit the racetrack. But the late-model stock cars will be back in action next Friday night at a Speedway in Altapahal, North Carolina, their second trip to the famous four-tenths mile. Again, we'll preview that race 
next week here on Stickered Up. Want to thank those folks that help Stickered Up come to you each and every week. Our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, GeoCut, Volt Battery Technologies, GSX Wraps, and as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts, Morgan Patrick and Dave Perkins. They make us sound so good each and every week. Also want to thank our guests via the GSX Wraps Hotline, the most recent winner on the Cars Tour late mile stock car side, Mason Diaz. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dunn. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.